Hello and welcome back to the Dragons on the Table podcast, where I recap the D&D sessions that I and my friends enjoy together. Today, I am recapping the last session of the Asmerdian Desolation. Uh, this is the last session that we are playing on this campaign for a little bit. So we're going to take a break and wrap up, finally, the Far Enough Entertainers. So, the session, a lot of the session was pulling on levers, to be honest. Uh, this is probably going to be a short recap because we mostly were pulling all these different levers and seeing what happened. We basically were able to f- figure out that there was these three different areas where those sort of balls of magical energy or actually the absence of magical energy uh, were. So when to, to go back, when we first came into this building, there were three sort of... Cu- massive cubby areas with a glass door in front and behind two of them was sort of this it looked like this massive like burner you can almost imagine a burner on a propane grill Uh, and in the middle of it was this ball and we'd found these balls uh, they're really big they're probably like two or three times the size of a bowling ball Uh, we found a couple of them in the back room last session and we had deduce that they were some sort of magical energy absorbing thing we really didn't understand it uh and in two of these rooms those exact same uh spheres were sitting in the middle of what looked like this kind of big magical arcanic burner and we could tell it was a kind of burner because in the third one it was lit there was fire swirling around this ball and we pulled on levers. We were able to turn off the fire on one. That seemed to shut down power to the building. Uh, we tried to start them back up, and we couldn't actually get it to continually burn back, uh, to, to get the fire to continually burning again. Um, we found out that all of the doors, all of the, this is, there are three sets of levers next to these three glass doors. Some of the levers opened the doors. Some of them did nothing. Some of them uh, would start the fire but the fire would quickly go back out. And we were really confused. We were not sure what any of this meant. Uh, at one point, Radovan climbed up the uh, hole in the ceiling and looked out, and you could see that the uh, pulsating light that was at the top of the building was out. So all we figured was that we had somehow turned off power by pulling these levers and making the fire go out, we had turned off power to this building. And we hoped that that was a good thing. We weren't really sure. Anyway, uh, so Bobby and Radovan went and checked out sort of that charging station, or what we thought was a charging station we found in the back room. Uh, Bobby cast a magical spell on it, and it hurt him because the sphere pulled in the magic so quickly. And, but other than that, we really weren't sure what to do so we decided to leave the building go explore the cave we'd passed before to see if maybe we could find out any clues we were surprised uh by a group of floating creatures that suddenly appeared around us that we immediately attacked and started fighting however halfway through the fight we realized that these creatures actually were only fighting back if we attacked them uh feeling bad radovan gave a health potion to one of them and uh you know, carried it with him, hoping that to save it, because he felt so bad for attacking an innocent creature. It's important to Radovan to protect the innocent, and 
there was a little bit of backstory going on in his mind that he felt like this was something that his wife would have done. So, uh, let's see here. We continued on, uh, oh, at the creature that Radovan tried to save was almost nabbed by a spider, but Kiki managed to save it, which Radvan really appreciated. I am sorry, I've got that rooster right next to my door again. I am, he is not my friend. Uh, I'm going to need to do something about that. Okay, I'm back. I chased him away. Hopefully he's gone for a while. Anyway, so, gave the health potion to the creature. Radovan was carrying it as they continued on. Uh, we did a nature or magical check on the creatures that uh, we had brutally attacked for no good reason. And we were able to tell that they were from probably the Earth plane, the plane of elemental Earth. And then we continued on, and these other creatures that were just like engulfed in fire uh, materialized in front of us. And... We figured, okay, so creatures from the different elemental planes are, for whatever reason, now appearing here. And they all seem passive, the ones that we passed, at least. Uh, we kind of got a little bit accidentally cornered some creatures. Uh, we were trying to get around them, and we ended up cutting through trees, which, uh, fortunately, did not have any negative consequences. Uh, and then we just kind of kept continuing on. As we got close to the cave, we heard another... Every time one of these creatures appeared, there was a brief explosion. And we heard that sound off in the distance a ways away. And then we heard another bigger explosion. And then we could see smoke starting to rise from the trees. So the forest was on fire. So we quickly made our way to the cave and went inside. Um, we entered and then another portal opened. And this time it was a bunch of snakes. And the snakes, they attacked us. Radovan dropped off the little plant creature that he was carrying and tried to tuck it safely in the corner, hoping that it would heal and then be able to make its way to safety. But mostly he was just, you know, kind of knowing that this creature, trying to save this creature maybe wasn't necessarily the most important thing. And he wanted to tuck it somewhere, give it a chance, but also let nature just take its course as needed. He'd done his part. He tried to amend his wrong, and that's where he was going to leave it. Uh, let's see here. So the snakes attacked. We took them out, but Radovan did get pretty hurt during the fight. Everybody else did okay, which was probably fair. Radovan usually fights from a distance and usually is able to make it through the fight without getting hurt. So it's fair that, you know, there was a fight where he was the only one who got hurt. And he got hurt bad. He took what was probably a small amount of damage for everybody else, and it brought him almost down to half. Anyway, so then we continued on making our way through this cave, just looking. And we came across a giant creature that seemed to be from the water plane, we guessed. Uh, we killed it, but it was a fight. Then we found a dead druid. Uh, we weren't really sure what to do about him, so we just left him there. It looked like he'd been dead for quite a while. Continuing on, we came across a chest, and Radovan, deciding to stick true to a theme, just kicked it open. This chest appeared to be harmless, and inside we found three health potions of greater healing and some money. Which was nice, because it kind of felt like the DM's way of rewarding Radovan for sacrificing a health potion to help a creature earlier. Then we found another chest and tried to kick that one open, but it turned out to be a mimic. Radovan got stuck to the mimic, and he got knocked out, and so people kept having to heal him and fight the mimic, which they eventually did 
down, uh, drop the mimic and kill it. And that was where we decided to end the session. Uh, it was a lot of testing things out, trying to figure out the puzzle of the power building. We obviously didn't figure it out, but I'm sure as we explore the rest of the area, maybe more clues will come to light. I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, do tune in next time for the return of the Far Enough Entertainers. Take care.